Breakfast with Nick and Sean on My 96. Uh, Christmas has certainly come early uh, and also apparently tax return season has come very early for me. Oh, just but uh, it's November. I know, I know, but I got an email this morning uh, letting me know that my tax return's ready. Huh? <laughs> that is provided... That's that very convenient <laughs> that they'd email you that. Isn't it? To a work address. Are they asking for iTunes gift cards in return? Shockingly, hmm. well, not yet. Uh, I mean, I am getting a, a tax return. Right. Uh, provided, of course, my name is Taxpayer. Oh, good. Which is who they have addressed this email to. I thought to. that was your middle name. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't... Sean's just my on-air name. Oh. I generally go by Taxpayer. Taxpayer O'Neill. I feel like it's more personal. Mm-hmm. You know. Sounds like uh, you're a character from Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm entitled to a tax refund at this time. Uh, $732.85 Canadian. Oh, that's very accurate. I've never received a tax refund to that amount in my life. Uh, I do have to follow a link, mm. but it should be fine, though, uh, because the link is uh, CRA, which is correct. Right. Dash refund dash processing dash GC dash CA. Oh, that seems right. Feels pretty, nah, feels pretty legit. And, I'm, you know, I like to get my money. Right. And apparently I'm going to be getting it from the Department of Revenue. Is that an actual thing? No, it is certainly not. It's the Canadian Revenue Agency. Ah. Is what the thing is called. Oh, the CRA. Come on, people. If you're going to try and scam me. At least make it believable. A touch of effort. A touch of effort would be nice. See, if you were like 30 years older, you would have totally clicked on that I definitely would have. Yeah. And I I would have gone out, got my iTunes gift cards wherever they're sold. Is iTunes still the thing? (laughs) Kind of. Or is it Apple Music? Oh, yeah, they switched to Apple Music, didn't they? Right. So, so like, what's the point in even having an iTunes gift card? Um, I guess you can still probably buy stuff. I think you can probably still buy music with them. Okay. Um, I don't think that the CRA, sorry, the Department of Revenue is going out downloading all the hippest Cardi B tunes. You never know. You never know. Anyway, so, uh, look, it's the work computer. Oh. So, I think we'll click this link. Either I'm getting $732 or I will not see you on Monday. How was your evening? It was good. I went to the keg. It was far less exciting than yours. What? Far less than my $732? No, and I was not allowed to pay an iTunes gift cards at the keg. Uh, what? I know. That place is so strange. It's so annoying. They have a great wine list at the keg. I that, mean, I what a shock that you went straight to the wine well, list. Well, no, I'm just saying. Uh, and I get... Okay, usually at restaurants, here's the thing about the keg. Usually at restaurants, I like to try new things. But I found one thing at the keg that I just like, I don't want to try anything else because nothing will ever live up to the deliciousness that is what I order. Okay, hang on a sec. Because as far as I know, the keg doesn't serve chicken strips. They do not, no. (laughs) They don't have grilled cheese sandwiches. That's one of your go-tos, isn't it? I know, so sad. Um, (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) They probably have a kid's menu. I'm sure they do. What, what's the delicious meal then? Huh, maybe I don't want to tell oh, you. Oh, come on. Custom chicken strips. <laughs> Just kidding. Chicken tenders. They're uh, pistachio crusted salmon. Oh. See, I'm like the one person that goes to the keg and doesn't get it's steak. The seafood. Well, the seafood's really good, though. Is it cut into strips for you? Just no, 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 no. I have to cut it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you go to the keg. Could I have the pistachio crusted salmon? Would you cut it into strips? Sure, for me? Can you cut it into fun little strips, please? 
Oh, and, oh, and it comes with Brussels, Brussels sprouts and those oh, garlic mashed potatoes. Those are the business. They are so good, but I couldn't figure out why I woke up this morning and I had like the dirtiest taste in my mouth. Yeah. Still kind of there. Still kind of lingering. They're not shy about the garlic in those mashed potatoes. And my new hand cream smells like beer, so I probably just smell like beer and garlic. You've, it's a delightful <laughs> odor we have in here this morning. <laughs> With so many ways to get your news, you may think you've heard it all, but maybe you missed this. The Medicine at Parks and Recreation Department have unveiled new signs at Two City Ponds to let people know the thickness of the ice and if it's safe to be on. It certainly beats the old method of pretending to be having trouble doing up your skates while you wait for your friends to go on first. Sorry, you just said thick. Now that's all I can think of. <laughs> A Winnipeg Blue Bombers fan finally has the chance to wear pants again as the Bombers play in the Grey Cup on Sunday. Back in 2001, he made a bet with himself while wearing shorts that he wouldn't change those shorts until Winnipeg won the Cup. Rumors are swirling. There's also a Leafs fan who hasn't changed his underwear since 1967. They're going to be on for a long time. <laughs> A church in Mexico unveiled a 22-foot statue of baby Jesus, and the internet was quick to point out the uncanny resemblance to Phil Collins. Clearly, the artist thought they were supposed to be sculpting a statue of the little drummer boy. It's actually quite terrifying. It's very terrifying. I now know what Phil Collins looks like without a shirt on. <laughs> After her visit to a manufacturing plant in Texas on Wednesday, Trump tweeted, Today I opened a major Apple manufacturing plant in Texas that will bring high-paying jobs back to America. The plant has been manufacturing Apple products since 2013. When asked by reporters what products the plant is currently working on, Trump responded, Red Delicious. I just can't anymore. BC and Alberta skies lit up last night with a massive meteor shower known as a unicorn shower. Hopefully Nicole stayed up late enough to see it so she can stop going on about the unicorn lamp I didn't buy for the studio. Maybe I could have seen it better with the unicorn oh, lamp. Oh, why did I mention it? <laughs> Kanye West and Dr. Dre have announced a new project they've dubbed Jesus is King Part 2. The two are currently debating shortening the title to just Easter. I'm Nicole Welsh. I'm Sean sure And that's what you might have missed. A legendary Canadian bartender, Dick Stevenson, uh, passed away last week at the age of 89. Do you know who Dick Stevenson is? Oh, I do, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have heard of this drink called the Sour Toe Cocktail, uh, the notorious shot of Canadian whiskey that also contains a well-preserved human toe. Captain Dick, as uh, Dick Stevenson is called. That's uh, quite the nickname. Was the creator of the drink. Now, more than 96,000 people have traveled from all over the world to Dawson City, Yukon, to try this sour toe cocktail because if you try it you become part of the club which is cool everyone likes to be part of a club i want to be part of the club i don't oh, i don't, I don't want some frozen toe like <laughs> no. nubbing my lips though uh stevenson made his will all is good and well um however he has decided to leave his other toes to the bar um he has donated his toes to be frozen and put in more sour toe cocktails. Of course. I mean, it makes sense. Right. If you're Does be, it, though? Well, I mean, if the one makes sense, then okay, sure, the rest of them make the same amount of sense. Right. He also stipulated that his ashes are also to be kept in the bar in a uh, wooden toe-shaped uh, urn. Okay, there's the line. There's the line. 
You have stepped over it, my friend. <laughs> You're so far past it, you can't even see it anymore. <laughs> Just, just one toe over the line. I always thought that people with like foot fetishes were really weird. Like this guy seriously has some like foot issues or something. It is way too early in the morning to be talking about foot fetishes. Imagine a toe touching your li- a frozen toe touching your lips. <laughs> I don't want any toe touching my lips, frozen or not. Like, is the toenail still there? I don't want to. No, no. I don't want to think about it. What about if it's just a little baby nub? Oh, see, maybe. <laughs> maybe, if it was a, maybe if it was a baby nub. There's a sentence I or never Or imagine if he's say. one of those weird people that has, like, the second toe bigger than his actual big toe. Uh, yeah, I think maybe if he's one of those weird people. Again, probably cross that line. Hello. The man's toenail. No, no, that's enough. <laughs> With Nick and Sean on your at work station, My 96. I mean, I donated my, I'm an organ donor. Yes. But like. That makes sense. Can I donate? Next time I go to the registry, I'm going to be like, can I donate? Can I, can I donate? (laughs) Can I donate my toes to the sour toe cocktail? You don't really have a nickname, right? Uh, I have a couple. But they're not ones that like everybody sort of uses or that you're you know you don't go by that nickname certainly no people like calling me nikki though for some odd reason (laughs) do you want to quickly explain why that's not your favorite um i would say that's probably not my favorite my parents are allowed like my family they've always kind of called me nikki um and there's some people that in my life they're allowed to like my nephew who is four years old. Yes, I think that's fair. And he used to call me Auntie Nini. Um, and then it was Auntie Nikki. Now it's Auntie Nikki. So Aww. that's that's totally fine. Cool? But the reason I don't like it is it because it literally reminds me of a stripper name. Yeah. Especially the way I used to spell it. I was told that it is how a lady of the evening... <laughs> <laughs> would would spell Nikki. Did you spell it with a love heart over the I? I did not, okay. no. How did you spell it then? N-I-K-K-I. Right. Oh, apart from, as opposed to N-I-C-K-Y? Well, there's so many ways yeah, to spell it. There was a girl in my junior high that threw a Q in there. Oh, might as well. Right? Like That you know, feels like, a bit more like Lady of the Evening, to put a Q in there. To just throw a random Q? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it <laughs> reminds me of a stripper. So Okay, so there's there's a yeah. good note. But there's not one you usually go by. A lot of people have that that is almost kind of just stuck. Like, that's their name. Right, yeah. Uh, a friend of mine at high school, his nickname was Weasel. Uh, to this day, we still call him Weasel. Does he look like a weasel? A little bit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But we all know someone with the nickname, and maybe, you know, you've got one from somewhere. But I was thinking about the people that actually come up with the nickname. Right. So I want to know what well, we want to know. We're a team. We want to know this morning. Hmm. Are we? <laughs> yes. Uh, we want to know if you've been responsible for giving someone a nickname. Okay. And how that story came about. Uh, one of the comments from Jonathan, he said his wife's nickname is Homer. But she loves that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it just kind of rolled out one day when they first met, and it stuck. 
I don't, how does that just roll out? I don't, how did that relationship continue is my question. That's very true, yeah. Um, Also up on the My96 Facebook page, Cheryl said she gave her ex a pretty good nickname, and I am sure we are not allowed to say that one on the air. She didn't really elaborate either, No, which I'm thinking is probably a good thing. Probably just assume. Yeah. Carrie said her daughter was chubby chicken. (laughs) Because <laughs> she was born when A&W came out with their chubby chicken again. So <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that nickname. No, I don't think so. Maybe like Plump Poulet. Ooh. Ooh la la. Miss. No, what's the one that's not Monsieur? What's the Madame? lady one? Yeah. Wow, that was really hard for you. I uh, Well, I don't speak French. Uh, and Carly Lynn says uh, she calls her friend Soap <laughs> because she's horrid at names. Uh, her friend's name is either Lusha or Lucia. So she was like, Lush, well, Lush, they make some soaps. You will be called Soap from Aww, now on. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> We've both had our experiences with the dating app scene. Yes. And, I mean, you definitely receive more creepy, let's call it, let's call it what it is, yeah, creepy messages. Yeah, there are creepy messages, yep. Just straight up weird and creepy and not how you should start a conversation. Uh, Definitely not how you should ever start (laughs) any sort of conversation. There might be people who, you know, struggle a little bit, maybe in in real life. You know what I'm going to start doing? Mm. Taking screenshots of them and then sending them to their mothers. Oh my goodness. This is going to be trouble. Well, things can uh, things can get awkward in the whole. I mean, they can get awkward in the whole dating scene. Oh yeah, totally. There's uh, a dating app that I've come across that essentially just sets out to make things even more awkward. Oh, wow, that sounds exciting. You've sold me. Please tell me more. <laughs> You're going to download it right now. Uh, it's called Buckle Up. All right. Uh, which is, uh, I think, a very appropriate name. Buckle Up, Buckaroo. There you go. It is designed to connect commuters okay. and travelers. Mm. Um, so it part of it can be someone, let's say, you see on your bus every day. Interesting. Or a train journey if you're in a larger city. Okay. And you can try and connect to that person. You know, rather than going up and saying hello. That would be the more, <laughs> I guess, efficient way to do it. I would like to see, like, if you were on, say, a bus driving around town here. Right. And then one of those people who sends you those kind of messages on a dating app tried to use one of those lines just straight up in public. It might actually work. <laughs> really? I mean, not the creepy stuff. Or the unsolicited pictures on oh, the bus Oh, yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> like, you wouldn't do that in public. No. Oh, I like that girl over there on the bus. Flop. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to pull down my pants. <laughs> there you go. Normal. Um, and I mean, that's okay, right? That's Right. That one seems an all right angle to it. Here's where I think it gets super weird. They also say and encourage you to use it on a flight. Yeah, that's kind of weird too. So, but how would that even work? Well, I guess in the same kind of way. There's a couple of ways it can work. Either, you know, you spy someone on the plane, yeah, and you think like, hmm, I could definitely get on board that. Hey, uh, and then you get this app, and you kind of just hope, hope they don't have baggage. The <laughs> Good luck to you, my friend. It's 2019. Um, but you can also, before you travel, you can share your itinerary to see if you know anyone 
that's going to be on your flight. And okay, then maybe, that's weird. And then they suggest, <laughs> it gets weirder, either, you know, meeting before the flight. For a coffee? Yeah. You or know, a drink? Or, yeah. um, hello. A little uh, business time, mile low club, if business you will. meeting, yeah, yep. little business meeting, or they suggest you know, oh, then when you get to your destination, you could meet up and get together there. Cool. It is so many levels of creepy to this app. I feel like it's efficient though. My thing too is you're gonna have to pay for extra internet because <laughs> now internet's available on flights now, but you got to pay the extra for it. Is love worth seventeen ninety five? It is certainly not. That's the big question. And they don't even take debit. Unbelievable. Uh, but Just visa. One of the reasons these came out is because, according to a recent survey, nearly one in four singles, one in four, okay. get on a plane over the holiday season hoping that the person they're sitting next to might be a future date or spouse. What is this, a Hallmark movie? <laughs> like, the chances, I've taken a few flights in my life, the chances of that happening, I will tell you right now, are zero. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever, like, chatted anyone up on a plane. No. I've fallen asleep on someone on a plane. <laughs> That's the closest I've ever got to anything on a plane. I mean, that was, that was close, at least. I don't know. The people that I have, I have the worst luck with people getting stuck next to on a flight. None of them I plan to make a future date or spouse. Really? No, no. <laughs> I remember a very large gentleman called Derek that I don't want to ever see again in my oh. life. I want to match with the airport dog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the emotional support dog. If he's on Tinder, that would be amazing. My mornings with Nick and Sean on 996. Can I donate?